Welcome to the Shirts and Skins podcast. We are your hosts, Tori, Devin, and Josh. And first things first, we have to congratulate the Tampa Bay Lightning. Tampa Bay, the Stanley Cup champions, last year's Stanley Cup champions, this year's most Super Bowl winning Tampa Bay Buccaneers, this year's Stanley Cup champions, Rays. Oh, I'm sorry, Rays. I really wish it was the Rays. That would have been phenomenal. They made it to the series, at least. They were in the World Series. But so we got Lightning. We got Buccaneers. We got Lightning. Some might call it a three-peat. We around here just might. (laughs) However, one of us was down there during the boat parade. They were swigging beers, slamming them back, driving those boats right on through the river. Dropping the cup, just putting dents in the cup. Hey, that's what it's there for. That's why they have replacements. And, you know... I'm sure it doesn't cost that much, right? I mean, let's hope well, not. The beautiful thing is they had to send it to Edmonton yeah, to get it fixed. You know, the guys who couldn't pull off winning the cup, so at least they get to have it in their town for a little while. Oh, yeah. While you know, it gets repaired. Just send it over there. Be like, hey, I know you guys want to know what this looks so, like. And then bring it back down to Tampa where nobody has any business being hockey town USA here in Tampa, Florida, where it's, you know. Oh, but they beat everyone, so they do. I Listen. feel bad for all the, like, the, the true, like, old school hockey guys that are like why is tampa winning this it shouldn't be in florida where we don't even have ice ever listen y'all know i had to say it because y'all know i'm gonna say it the only reason i it got dented and dropped is because tom brady wasn't throwing it to gronkowski (laughs) and so we got the tampa bay lightning as the stanley cup champions big shout out to the hockey team here it just feels good to be a part of I got to say, again, Champa Bay, it feels good to be a part of a city that's putting together winning teams in in major sports. Doesn't it feel good? Definitely feels good. Definitely feels good. Being it does back-to-back, not happen here often. No, being back-to-back champs, it's that's, that's phenomenal in any sport, no matter the sport. Going back-to-back, winning again, putting the asterisk to rest, saying if there was an asterisk, even the way they set up the playoffs this year to go in, the Lightning had the better team, man. They, they, they're, they're, yeah, they're the best goalie on the all planet. All the yeah. way through. He was covering everything, ice, water, land. It didn't matter. Yeah, their, their roster was bar none. And, yeah, people are like, oh, they're over cap salary, this, that, and the other. It doesn't matter, man. Uh-huh. They were in the guidelines. They did what they had to do. And, you know, when you have injuries, you got to make these certain moves. And they made all the, all the right moves. And that goes from GM coaching to staff to playing to even the trainers getting the people back on the ice to play. And, uh, you know, you beat the Canadians. And then you damage the cup and send it back there for them to come <laughs> send it back yeah! to you. Know I mean? Yeah. So at the end of the day, that's that's how we do things, man. You know, it's 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 bitterly sweet. And uh, it, it may look crazy Florida lifestyle-ish, but at the end of the day – we get the job done, and we're, we're winners down here, and uh, it's it's good to be a part of. Like you said, it's a good culture. It's a uh, no matter it's a great start to building a great culture. Yeah, and no matter no matter what fan base you you are, or what team you like, you got to rep your area, whether if you hate them or not. You you're a part of the winning culture. It's it's a it's a different vibe. It's a different. You have parades. You have tourism. You have you there's just an excitement, an energy, an aurora that comes with the winning and you got to feed off of it. You got to, man, you got to enjoy it. And, uh, it's nice to see. And it's to, to go back to back. Now it's becoming an expectation. Now you're not at the bottom of the barrel. Now you're actually a team. Now you, now people are actually looking around you across the States 
in Canada, you know. So now you're somebody. So now you got to stay Next somebody. Next season, that, that target's going to be a lot bigger. Yep, yep. You've got the expansion draft coming in, so we got to see what the Kraken's going to do. Who are the Seattle Kraken? Incredible name. I absolutely yeah. love that oh, name. Oh, man. For, I really but, wish that we had that down here in the Bay. I really do. Now I want to see how do the, the Lightning manage this part of it. Who do you protect? Who do you allow, allow to give up? Obviously, being $18 million over the cap already, you had to make some moves there as well. Yeah, don't be surprised if you lose two, three people. Oh, you're but, going to, especially off a championship team, a back-to-back championship team. You can't well, protect they're, they're, them all. I believe, I believe they have to forfeit at least one player, right, yes. for the draft. Correct. So, no matter what, um, even like when Vegas did it, and Vegas came out hot. Look, they, they're they first thing. They did it the right way. Yeah. yeah, Vegas made it to the cup and then like been playoff teams since yeah. then. So, definitely, I... I Want to see if Kraken can kind of have that same results, but with the back to back here in Tampa for them, the pressure's on for the Bucks now. The perennial Super Bowl favorites are they going to be able to go back to back? It's going to be interesting to see. Are the Tampa Bay Rays going to be able to finish the, the job in the Rays World gonna Series? Rays going to be able to get back to the World Series? Like the pressures on the Lightning have, have really kind of said, "All right, guys, let's go. Let's let's do this again," and accomplished it. Yeah, I mean, and that is a giant feat. I don't, I don't see it happening a, a third time around. I would love to see it, but I mean, that's gonna be. I don't know if it's ever happened. Yeah, no, I don't think it's ever happened in hockey. Like that would be incredible to see a, a three peat. It's gonna be very difficult. We still got a little, you know. Let's go through this. Off but again, let me just say, like handle. being a Miami Heat fan, like having having Pat Riley being the one to coin the phrase three-peat. He's the one that actually said it first, coined it in sports, three-peat, and he's never even had a three-peat, whether as a coach, whether as a GM. And so that it's that incredibly hard. You can coin the phrase and actually never have one. And so now Tampa Bay Lightning do have a chance to do it, but it is that hard to win oh, three in a row. incredibly hard. You have to have the breaks go your way. That's the biggest thing. Everything kind of has to go your way. Injuries, you know, the, those those shots, the, the, the pucks kind of go your way sometimes where you get those calls, you get those penalties, everything like that. Congratulations to the Lightning. Congratulations. Incredible to see. And Wish shout I, out to them for losing one. You know, you know what I mean? Bring oh, it back home. And, yeah. Just like the mayor asked. Yeah. Bring it home yeah. and win it at home. Yeah. They gave that one away, and he was like, Vasily was like, you know what? I'm going to shut you out now. You know what I mean? I'm not going <laughs> to let nothing go by. You know? So, hey, shout out to them. It's nice to be a part of. Hey, you know, I, I don't hate on the Lightning whatsoever. So, kudos to them. And go Bolts, man. Go Bolts. Go Tampa. So, let's see what the Rays can do. And, you know, football, that's a different story. I don't, I don't knock the Bucks, but <laughs> I think there's hey, too many dogs out there. Right? Yeah, if, 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 yeah, the, if the Bucks right go back, it'd be good to see, you know again, what I mean, run it again. But it's uh, the breaks and everything like a, that, they got to go your way. Well, hey, football, hey, in, in football, football, that's a different. The Kansas City Chiefs, uh, yeah. O line, all of a yeah. sudden, when it's their biggest weakness, they're like, let me yeah. just throw you a bunch of O linemen to help y'all out. <laughs> like, yeah. what the hell are y'all doing? Yeah, but football, that's a different story. There's a different love and hate thing going there, and uh, you know, that's 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 coming soon. I guess yes. we got eight, nine Sundays coming up. So Ooh, we we're got, getting close. Yep, we got uh we got the NBA finals still going on. We do right now. So let's jump into that. We have the NBA finals. The Suns are up two one over the Bucks. So now in our last podcast, we did talk about our opinion on the Suns versus the Bucks. 
Granted that Giannis has now dropped two 40-point games, and he looks like he's fully back. I mean, granted, at least in the first half of game one, he looked like he was fully back, but he did kind of run out of steam there in the second half, which is, it's to be expected, right? Because he wasn't actually supposed to be back for the Hawks series. Well, he's still going pretty hard, and they're still trying to, he's actually taking himself out the game, and... You know, he's 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 trying to watch himself here for a minute or two there and pull himself out and he's trying to give himself rest. But uh yeah, I mean, without Giannis, this series would have been done, man. And like I said in the last pod, if Giannis isn't playing, you gotta go, Suns. If Giannis is playing, I wouldn't be surprised if the Bucks took it. But I mean the Suns look just look like the better team, younger, hungrier. But if Giannis keeps balling like this, all they need is Middleton to get him to twenty, twenty three points to and turn just... into prime MJ. Ah, uh, no, ain't no prime NJ. Ain't no prime NJ. I don't know about none of that. That joke's been going around. Yeah. That's been driving me crazy. I've yeah, been loving it. I don't know about none of that, but if 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 they can get a third score going, whether or not uh it's holiday or you know just somebody else to give them a little spark, that that's that's what they need. Because right now. Giannis can't do it. And we were just talking, like, is he going to be able to hit 11 out of 13 free throws again? Uh, maybe yes. at home. Maybe at home. I don't know. But it's super – a 55, 60% free throw shooter, airballing everyone everyone now and then. I, I don't know. That's tough. And they the Suns weren't getting the calls. No. You know, the Bucks are great at home. They are a great home team. And that, that's what it might come down to. We're, we're going to see what they do tomorrow night. And it could be a game seven if they, if they win tomorrow night and they – you know, they get the home court, they even it out. We'll see. We'll see how it works out, man. But uh I think the Suns could still take it, but I don't count the Bucks out, man. I don't even count the Bucks out. Even with the hell out. to be honest, I'm counting the Bucks out. Again, like you're saying, he's not gonna hit those free throws like that. I don't see it happening again, having having that great of a free throw game because he's shown, he's proven he's not that guy. And Booker's not going to have that bad of a game either. Yeah, no, Booker's not going to go that. I know he was like one for seven, his first seven <laughs> shots or something. Yeah, he ended the game bad. with ten points. Yeah. How often is he going to end a game with ten points? And they're like, talking, and the USA Olympics team's talking about how they can't wait for Booker to get there because he's a dominant scorer, you know? And they need some help. But the way, like, the way that game went, there was no cause for the Suns. You could tell. The yes. Bucks were getting all the calls. The Suns were getting no calls. And it was a little too obvious to me that, like, I don't want to say again. I don't think any of these things are rigged because it would have come out by now if anything was ever rigged. Because There's always conspiracies, conspiracies right. out there. But someone's going to say I don't something. Think, I don't think. Yeah, I don't. You, you'd be like uh, the longest yard, like old <laughs> Paul in there just throwing the game for Pittsburgh, whatever, in the college days type deal. Like, you can't – that's – I don't believe it's in the upper class like that. I just – I don't see it. I don't see it. No, there would be too much money and, for a, a bench player to be made. I can't say it's anything like the boxing judges. Like, it's not right. – It's that's that's some political yeah, whatever. That, oh, that's, that's a one-off. That's not yeah. a seven-game series yeah. or a seven-fight series, right, where you could do that? Yeah, but it's nonsense, though. You know what well, I mean? It's nonsense them, in, some of in them a boxing in a high judges, class. yes. In a high but class that's professional, to rig whenever you're doing that kind of one thing on one, is, one on one, right? right. Than it is for a, one a, on one a ref one to be able to really throw games or, yeah. or kind of. But if there ever was a case, this is it. Because man, it just there was too many calls going the books way. Like it was yeah. just bad. It was hard to watch to degrees where I'm like, 
can they get something? Can you make it at least try to look to where it's not as obvious that we're really pushing this one team? So that's the part that I'm like, okay, are, is that home court, home court advantage really going to kick in that much? Did Giannis get messed up that much from these fans chanting or, or doing the countdown? Because it was dead quiet in that arena. And he was balling. And Which he is was funny because I thought that that's what I would do. And I, right. I say we, to that on a podcast, I would just be dead quiet. I'd let that man just let be, in, be his in his head. And it seemed to really help him out. Which the is last, because I the thought last the count series, was helping him out. Yeah, the last series seemed like the count was helping yeah, him. Like he was getting his yeah. rhythm. Exactly. Well, so, he went from, he went from uh, getting uh, fouls for holding the ball and, you know, to, yeah, they were, to now he was throwing it. He was shooting every eleven to twelve seconds instead of holding it for the sixteen yeah, so or fifteen. Yeah, so it, it's it's hard to say, but I do believe the calls were very questionable. Very questionable. What I do want to say again, like as far as we're watching this NBA series, so Devin Booker just scored ten points the other night, which I don't think either of us expect him to do it again, no. as previously uh, previously said. But the most points in a player's first NBA postseason which this is Devin Booker's first NBA postseason. The leader is Rick Berry with 521 points. Julius Irving, Dr. J, MJ before MJ, had 518, so just three away from Rick Berry. And now Devin Booker at 500. If this series goes seven... If it even goes six, that's, Devin that's Booker... I was going to say, he's going to get that if it goes six. Just might lead it and... He's just now breaking into the league. So then you jump over no, to... No, he should get that this game he, tomorrow. He <laughs> just might get yeah. it this game. Exactly. And so now, as far as, again, elite company, if Giannis is to win this championship, he already has two MVPs, no titles. The list of players to kind of combat where Devin Booker's at right now, being up 2-1 over the Bucks. Two MVPs, at least, and a championship. The list goes Bob Pettit, Bill Russell, Wilt Chamberlain, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Moses Malone. Moses Malone is so forgotten in NBA history. I'm really upset about how underrated and undersold he is. Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, Tim Duncan, LeBron James, Steph Curry. That's it. That's an impressive Since list. the 40s, we have those 11 guys. That's a tall mountain for Giannis to climb, especially if Middleton isn't being the reliable Middleton that he is. Right. And if if the Bucks just don't have an answer for the Chris Paul, Devin Booker, DeAndre Ayton, big three. And again, they might solve one. They might solve two. But then the other guy, I mean, Ayton might have 20-22. Chris Paul might drop 41-11 and 11 or 15 and zero turnovers. Devin Booker might, again, just break the record just tomorrow night. Because this is being recorded at 8.01 Eastern, July 13th on a Tuesday. So tomorrow night, Wednesday night, Devin Booker just might be in his first postseason, be above Dr. J and Rick Barry for the most points scored in one single postseason run. I don't know what to say, guys, but again, like all of that, everything I just said really favors the Suns to me. And I, I don't know if there's any... St- Hold on. I almost said I don't know if there's anything stopping CP3 from winning this championship, but <laughs> you know what I mean? I feel like we've been here before, fate. but fate I say itself. outside of fate, 
intervening in the basketball gods, smiting Chris Paul one more time at his apex <laughs> of the most glory he could possibly ever have. And so there are there are analysts, there are books being written right now that would vault Chris Paul into the top three point guards of all time. And I say this without any any hot take, any type of uh, hype associated with it, that he would be top three written in the books of history of point guards ever if he wins a championship. Now, the point god would actually be anointed to him as opposed to just being a moniker, right? Correct. He would earn that title. I really think this is Chris Paul's year. Does anybody disagree with me? If it's not for the refs... Or an injury, or like you said, any kind of fate, it, it should be the Suns. It should be the Suns, and it looks like it. Like you said, they're, even and if it goes... He's already battled a, a shoulder injury. He's already battled some COVID protocols during this post-run. Devin Booker had his face broken. So, I mean, like, it's not without turbulence that he's gotten this far up 2-1 over the Bucks. And again, like I said in the, the last week's podcast, for me, it's the, the role players that are the difference. And they're playing well. If it wasn't for Booker just having the worst possible game he could have. Which, again, he's young. You can put that on him. And it's fine. It's right. expected. It's, it's one. Get the one yeah. out the way. But they're, they're, they're riding Johnson. Bucks fans. They're, they're, they're riding Johnson. They're riding Payne. Uh, yeah, Crowder. The, Crowder, right. you know, you hit on it before. He's got the, the finals. He's got the playoff experience. And, Crowder, and, Bridges, yeah. and Bridges is balling, too. You know what I mean? It's just like they're playing all-around ball. And uh, you have the fearless leader, CP3, up there. And it's like you could see the difference with you have Giannis bringing the ball up. Or Holiday bringing the ball up, and it's just like it's not CP3. He's not Giannis is not the facilitator that you know you want him to be. And Drew Holiday, he's he's a good defender. He should be able to score, but he's not. It's he's shooting threes that are just trash. It's like uh, you could have just had it. Bledsoe. You could have just yep. had you know you just. I don't really know, man. It's just. It's like I'm seeing the Kemba Walker effect that Boston had Ooh. last year with Holiday. And Holiday has a little bit better defense, but it's just like it's not helping him in this game. I feel like he's CP3, a little bit older as yeah. far as his defense is showing. Yeah. It's slowing down a bit. Yeah, because CP3 is still getting his. Booker, yeah, he had a bad game, but it was nothing because of Holiday. It was just he had an off night. Booker will shoot with your hand in his face all night, and he'll still make them. You know what I mean? He just had an off night, whether it was because they were in Milwaukee, whether it was on the road, whatever. I guarantee you it's not off tomorrow. Yeah, if those shots go in, then the refs yeah. have nothing to do with it. So, at the end of the day, uh, it's I, it's still a competitive series, and I like where it's going, and I'm glad Giannis is in it. Because if Giannis wasn't in this, like I said before. He's going out on his side. Yeah. He is, they're not losing this on Giannis. This continues exactly. Yeah, they're not losing exactly. this on Giannis. And uh, that's respect to that man. And he's he's going to get better. And the league's going to follow. And, you know, we were talking about young players in the face. And Giannis might be yeah, that he, guy. He's trying you to know make what I mean? his, his name just, right now. Yeah. If and, he, hey, shout out to uh, Bacteria. Back, what is it? Back, Bacteri? Batari, the lineman for Green Bay. Oh <laughs> man, he's out there sh- shoot shotgunning beers with his dad at the game again, getting the crowd hype. Man, I love that. Bactari? Yeah, yeah. I I love that, man. I, I I love seeing the other sports get behind their sports team. I like seeing that. Yeah, support your guys. Like, yeah, support I, I your like guys. Kind of uh, yep. 
Uh, same thing with uh, you know, I seen when the Penguins are in the playoffs, they had some Steelers guys in the in the box watching the hockey game. Yep. You know, same thing with the Bucks in the Stanley Cup. They had some of them guys go watch the game. LeBron on the Cavs yeah. with the Cleveland Indians in that seven game Support. series, for the World Series. Yeah, but there. you know, LeBron James, he goes and he's watching Reds, the Red Sox. He's watching. The he's, Indians. He's, he's watching. Lakers. He's a part oh, owner. This already yeah. turned into a hater. Part yeah. owner of the Red Sox wearing. I'm talking cow. about supporting a team, not teams plural. You know <laughs> what I mean? But uh, yeah, I, I like to see that, and I also love to see the hype and getting the fans involved, and they rally behind that, and that's that's as a fan, I like seeing that. And um, sorry, I can't pronounce his name right. I don't have his name right. I'm not a big Green Bay Green Bay fan, but no. he's out there. He's all over social media, and I, I love seeing that, man. And I'll say this again. like they're, We're really drawing between two scopes in this finals, and I, and I love the, uh, the bipolar uh, – I guess bipolar might not be the right word. Uh, but the two ends of the spectrum, we have on one hand CP3, who is a veteran in this league, who's really only been on, on teams that are supposed to overachieve – and he's been the driving factor beyond uh, behind that. And then we have the quintessential possible face of the NBA who, instead of leaving in free agency, re-signed with a small market team who's bringing the Milwaukee Bucks into the NBA Finals and they're facing each other. And so, like, that narrative, that story on either side, it really draws you because, you know, you got Cliff Paul over here for <laughs> State Farm who, you know, like most people probably actually know over – the Milwaukee Giannis Antetokounmpo, yeah. who's a two-time MVP, probably should have been three-time because his stats have been even better than before if it wasn't for voter fatigue. And again, he's he's bringing Wisconsin all the way to the NBA Finals, and it's just a great paradigm. It, it's a great this or that. What do you value? It's not Lakers- Boston. It's not stars versus stars. What narrative it's two small do you markets, want to carry which already into next year? Makes it more exciting. Exactly. It's and not ratings the, are the normal up. big market teams. You got the desert versus the land of the cheese. You know what I mean? Like you and got the cheese snow and snow and the cold. Yeah, like you, you ain't got nobody who wants to live any any near anywhere. There, you know, like it's being from someone who has family in Wisconsin, it's definitely a football state because you go out there and you throw the football in that snow because you damn sure can't play basketball. In yeah, it. The, the ice bowl, you know, like yeah, yeah. So it's 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 Green Bay Packer, Minnesota Viking country. Yeah, and at the end of the and day, it's nice to see the like I said, finals. we we always we are always talking about just getting the market and why more people are watching because. The whole state of Arizona is watching. Exactly. These people don't even like they don't even like basketball. They're watching because their teams there. And we were just talking about it. When your team is winning, when you have that energy, whether you call it bandwagon or not, you support where you live and you feed off the energy. If Joe Smo over here and Bob over here, they're fans of basketball and those are your buddies, and you're like usually in July, August, we're not watching basketball because we never make it to the playoffs. But now, hey, yeah, you're we're focusing in the playoffs. On the, we're in the finals. On the draft. We're, right. You That's know? the biggest highlight of your summer and, is that uh, we got the sixth pick. Right. So now For you, any team, not any particular right. team, but like any team. You feed off that. And just Wisconsin, 
Yes, sir. Dude, they're waiting to see what Aaron Rodgers is about to do. No, right now exactly. they they don't care what Aaron Rodgers is about to do because they're about to see what the Bucks are about to do. Yeah, they got the whole city right now, the whole state of Wisconsin yeah, this is the behind only thing them. That would distract them exactly from what is a Rod which doing. is helping them, which is helping them because they could care less what a Rod's doing and what he's doing on the side of golf, this, that, and the other. Because they're fully supporting their basketball team. And listen, Aaron Rodgers is with an actress. Laying outside of a waterfall in one of the most beautiful islands ever, talking about how stressed he is. You know who's not stressed? (laughs) The state of Wisconsin, because they have Giannis bringing them competing for the NBA Finals Championship. Some would say just relax. (laughs) (laughs) If Aaron Rodgers can't relax during that, I don't know. Yeah. But I tell you what, like you said, the fans... They're not focused on that. They're not and stressed about that. That's one thing you can never forget about sports, and that's one thing we lost and we actually get back through the pandemic is how much fans, sports, just all come together, revolve together, revolve around, and the energy is just different. It's just different. It's we different. just watched it with the fights, with the fights. Just having the fans in there, bro, whether Conor McGregor lost or not, he brings a totally different atmosphere with the fans, with just – You need the, people uh, like me. You, that's the, – Say hello to the bad guy. You know what I mean. <laughs> and at the end of the day, you could lose. Line. You could you could lose. You, you could lose. You could win. Whatever. But at the end of the day, his fans, they they're gonna back him no matter what. You can't I tell know, them those guys no are different. showing up to Wild Wings yeah. in a uh, a notorious McGregor T-shirt. You know what I'm saying? So, I'm not looking at anybody yeah. in this room. Since yeah. we're on the subject of the notorious and the unfortunate incident that happened with him, if you didn't watch the fight, he into the first round snaps his ankle. TKO they call the fight. Let me, where do you guys stand on the trash talk and the level that he's taken it to with, one, the Poirier, it wasn't, working? Happy, Poirier wasn't happy about the fact that he said he's going to murder him. And then Did he? after the fight, he said, I'm going to kill you in your sleep. Did he? So <laughs> where are you at with the, he lost. the level he his trash? He talked about the You need wife. people like me. Yeah. He talked about the man's wife. Hey, guess what? They're going to run it back because of him. So you have no problem with what? No problem at all. Dude, you're in the fight game. You're in a promoting game. Even Ronda Rousey went out there and was just like, dude, this man has a broken leg, and he's out here promoting his next fight. Kudos to him. At the end of the day, if you don't sales pitch your own fight, whether or not he knows he's falling off or whether he's not falling off or whether just Dustin Poirier is a better fighter than him, he wants to run it back, and he wants to do it, and he wants to lose career. And I guarantee you, if he does lose, and it's not because of a broken ankle, broken leg, whatever, this, that, and the other, that man will be the first person to go over there and be like, bro, hey, kudos. You know what I mean? Huh, so, it is what it is. I don't mind That's trash talk. Game. That's fine. And you can go personal no, don't, don't, and regarding to a guy. Don't involve the family. Because I don't know if you know this. When he fought Donald Cerrone, Donald Cerrone said, look, I know what comes with fighting Conor McGregor, but don't talk about my grandmother. Right. <laughs> said straight up. Don't yeah, talk his about grandma my grandma. comes out every fight. Yeah, don't talk about my grandmother. Yeah, Conor McGregor. Conor straight actually, up, he respected that. He did. So at the end of the day, it is what it is. It is what it is. At this at this time, I'm just like, bro. They already did the nice man thing. They traded right. drinks the, the and second, hot sauce and whatever, dude. At the end of the day, it's a fight game. He's got a million friends. If Dustin Poirier and his friend, who cares? And that's the way I look at it. That man has a whole country behind him. He could care less. He could care less, man. So I look at it as Dustin Poirier, you went out there. This man said he's going to kill you, and you messed him up. 
Well, he didn't kill you. So it's not like he's going to go it's, after you. I have zero problems with you saying yeah. you're going to murder somebody, you're going to kill yeah. him, whatever. Yeah. I didn't have a problem when Tyson said he's going to freaking uh, kill. Oh, eat the children. See, that's that's where he kind of crossed the line. Yeah, you don't talk about people's families. Promoted the fight, though. Uh. And, and McGregor is one of the greatest promoters when it comes to that. He's one of the best trash talkers in the game. But do not bring people's family. That man, and then there was some truth to it from what I understand. We don't know what the situation is behind it all. But when he called out talking about your wife's in my DMs, and then you send a screenshot, you don't do that because you don't know what the situation is. We don't know what the situation is. That could have been, like you said, Devin, the but second Dustin fight. But Dustin Poirier could know what the situation is. The second fight, that was already up. But now, you got people questioning his wife. They're yeah. going to be probably end up getting on there. Now, f- regular fans are going to be talking crap about the man's wife. Yeah. They're going to be questioning, hey, what was your wife doing that? So is he in his head? I think he's winning. You know what I mean? And Dustin Poirier is playing it off because, like I said, at the and end of the day. He's breaking the man's ankles off. At the end of the day. But, see, at the end of the day, like, Dustin Poirier could have been a part of the same message that his wife sent. You know what I mean? Right. Because, like I said, what so I was we, telling you. The, we it, don't know what it was. Poirier yeah. may know exactly what his wife was like trying to do Like I said, they were doing that about. charity thing, and they right. were probably we, They may know that, but the casual yeah. fans don't. Yeah. And now you're going to have casual fans coming at Dustin's wife yeah. talking trash. That's something that he didn't need to put. Connor did not need to put that out there that that was even happening. Yeah. Whether it was the right situation or the wrong No, situation. whether it's not. But at the same time, like I said, when you're down there and he's out, I know he's he gonna was be out, he's going to be out, he's going to be out six, seven months, whatever. But at the same time, they're going to run it back again. Oh, for sure. And people are, you everybody know, that bought the second fight is going to bought the third fight. Well, buy that fourth well, fight. And and let me interject with that real quick because what I keep hearing from as far as the 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 promoter argument, the promoter standpoint, right? Like Conor McGregor is one of the best promoters in sports, yeah. like all sports. But the thing that you can credit him with is he gives us the fights that we want, and so he's out there. Right, he's, he's calling not out like Mayweather. The boxers of today's generation, and we're, exactly, and we're getting him at Mayweather. He loses, and he starts calling out this guy, and then he gets beat, and then he starts calling out this guy, and we all wanted Poirier three because he was tied one to one, right? So of course we want to settle that debt, and now he's out there still calling it, and so but this is this is a road how we lead down to the Mayweather's versus the, the and Pauls. I don't mind it at all. But people are buying it. And so if you're not going to give the the actual the fans that respect the heart of the sport, if you're not gonna give them the fights that you want or that they want, people are gonna take their money elsewhere. And they're right. going to go and to who's trash talking, who do I want to see can back it up or not? That's all it comes down to is what are you saying? Can you back it up? If not, what do you say afterwards? Conor Zero Mc- problems with what he did. Yeah. He just keep running back. Personal. And it's Listen, Don't go personal. Conor McGregor. At if it this goes point, personal, he can still retaliate. Yeah, because and it works again. Look, because at the end of the day, in the corporate side of things with Conor McGregor, he's winning. He's a businessman. So, That's what. So it's all at about. the end of the day, at the end of the day, he's doing he's these commercials. He's doing these commercials when he even when he did the Stephen A. Smith uh, interview. He loves it. He speaks the game. He talks the game. He could tighten up the suit. He could, hey, talk to talk. He's doing the whole Money Mayweather shit. I got the the suit. I got the money. I'm big time. I'm the draw. Exactly. So at the end of the day. And he is. So to kind of. Ankles or not. Along those same lines, though, this is exactly what, what Jake Paul, Logan Paul, that's what they do. But people hate them 
Uh-huh. That's what I'm saying. They're doing the same no, thing no, McGregor's doing. But no, it's not. So at the same time, the same people that love Conor McGregor, he has the same amount of haters. Same amount. Same thing with Logan and Jake and all them. Bro, they have a lot of fan base. That's how they got where they are. Right. They're they're huge. So, yeah, there's people YouTube like generation. maybe us who don't enjoy what they're doing, maybe think it's kind of like, uh, are you really into the sport? They actually have a huge fan base that are like, dude, you're yeah, yeah I'll spend fifty dollars to take it. I'm a YouTube guy too. I'm a YouTube guy too. I could go out here and fight this man. Well, probably not. They actually put in some time. <laughs> yeah, but yeah, you yeah, know, like fuck, they have a huge fan base too. So we look at it as we're we're looking at it two separate ways because exactly. at one way I am a Conor McGregor fan and at one way I'm a Logan Paul, Jake Paul hater, you know what I mean? But at the same time, there's Conor McGregor haters. There's Joe Paul. the same thing. Yeah, would you, know you like to see those two get in the ring? Time. Absolutely, because yeah. I want one of them to get knocked S- off. Somebody, you know what I mean? I'd, and I think it'd be great entertainment. I'd watch that. You know what I mean? I'd watch yeah, that exactly. too. Exactly. That's. I, I think he. Unless football starts in the Sunday <laughs> night, <laughs> hey, hey. I'll watch yeah. them both. Yeah. Hey. Yeah. They. They. Those kids. The Pauls. Yeah. I, I don't know which one is which. I think Logan is the bigger one that is actually good, and Jake is the one that's kind of trying to just live in a shadow it seems like but they're 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 along the same lines they're they're great promoters and like they have haters likers like i don't hate mcgregor i like mcgregor right you just don't like what he did i don't like pulling the family pulling yeah you don't and you can respect that and at the end of the day he wouldn't respect someone else doing that but this ain't the first time he did the same thing with khabib he brought in his dad. He brought in back alligator. Bro, that's what KB, that, that's what Conor McGregor does. He does this. This let is what me, he does. Let me take you through the cycle. So I've never been a big McGregor fan. And with everything, I mean, he, he's got the record. And he's he's got he's gotten the UFC belts. He was the first champion. He's gotten the respect, right? Like, And then with all these losses, and he keeps talking, and he keeps talking, and he keeps losing, and he keeps losing. I started buying these pay-per-views and going to these pay-per-views to watch him lose. Right, but that's part of a stick. But then, now he's lost so much. I want to see the guy win. I want to see him keep talking that crap and back it up. And so now I'm still going because I want to see him succeed. That's the cycle. It works of fandom. Poirier turned down a a chance at a championship fight for the belt. Right to take a McGregor fight because he's going to get paid more from a McGregor fight than he would at a a title shot. Again, the score is one one. That's on UFC. First off. UFC needs to start paying their guys better. For a you can't have fight, a guy. Absolutely, you can't have a guy get paid more in a non-title fight than a guy when you're going for a title fight. Like that title fight should be that top tier. Well, see, like it once you're in be. those, your base pay is more in the title fight, but you're not going to get the pay-per-view draws. Right, exactly. That's, but that's where they need to fix that. UFC, you, I can't pay you. you. I can't pay you. I can't pay you for UFC's a, making enough money they can no, pay No, they are. Champs. No, they are, but I'm just saying I can't pay you what you can't bring in yourself. I just put in True. 14 people lineup and if y'all can't bring in half of what one man can bring in because he has his whole country behind him, sell yourself better. I, I don't know. Essentially, I don't I don't know. You know what I mean? I don't I don't know obviously because if I didn't know, you know I'd be out here promoting and being someone's <laughs> well, agent. Well, and again, like but, you know, you, you you take that thought and you take out a fighter who Say he's got, let's just go boxing. 16 fights, 16 knockouts, all be- before three rounds. Who's going to take you as their as their 17th fight? Hardly a damn fighter out that there because young, that's a low guy. risk, super high reward. And so you're not going to get a name. Right. Because they all know you're a threat. 
And so they're and you promoters, got knockout power, yeah. And you got knockout power. You are a threat. You're a risk. And so you're not, even though you have the pedigree, even though you have the stopping power, even though you have the skill, even though you have probably a whole bunch of fans that want to see you KO Bud, Spence, Crawford, Pacquiao, whoever, there's no promoter on the zone. There's no promoter, uh, promoter on top rank that's going to want to take you on with their top guy and put you against them. Because... Even though you're an un, uh, up-and-comer, you might take their top guy out. Right. And that's not going to draw money. That's not going to draw anything for their guy, their big pay-per-view guy. And, so one, loss no in boxing, and one loss in boxing will knock you down you. the ranking very hard. That's one thing with UFC. You could lose two, three, four fights before they think about cutting you. You know what I mean? And like someone like Conor McGregor. He's got ways to go. Look at Cerrone. It don't even matter. Cerrone lost four or five fights in a row. Yeah. It just depends. Like they they try to keep you in there. They're they're doing these deals. But I'm just saying, like you have to promote yourself. And some of these people are like, oh, dude, you just call me. I show up to fight. That's great and all, but don't expect to get all this big money if you can't get no. your own big money. That is your fights go yeah. the distance, even yeah. though you can take them down sooner. Well, you got to make it the, more exciting for the casual fans. It's the press conferences, like. Whenever Connor does a great press conference, oh, yeah, you have other fighters like the way the the one guy that I always thought was one of the most boring champs, but he was a great champ. The heavyweight guy, Lex come on, Lewis? oh Daniel Cormier, Cormier, oh, Cormier was one of the most boring champs to me as far as like he couldn't yeah, talk. Yeah, I think UFC you got to kind of equate it to, we'll say to, to a WWE. I mean, in a you, sense, you yes. need to kind of have that personality. So with Daniel yourself. Cormier, Daniel Charisma. Cormier, he was already. He was already older when he started MMA, right. so he 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 was already too late for all that young young but blood stuff. But it's also stuff. weird. A, a, a Khabib didn't talk. He wasn't talking until McGregor was like the more time that he finally yeah. kind of like opened Kawhi up. Leonard. He brought it out. But Khabib, I I loved watching Khabib fight. GSP, yeah, absolutely loved watching GSP. But see, fight. Russians are different. Russians, I smash you, right? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like that's I like if he dies. He dies. If he dies, he dies. You know what I mean? Like that's it's Russia. That's a different thing. But you you know what you're gonna get out of the Russians. You know you you know what you're gonna get out of the Russians. The Brazilians. You, you, the Brazilians are gonna be so happy they're there. They're gonna be so respected, like so like appreciate everything. Well, like yeah, the, they yes. they appreciate everything you're giving them. Like the you, Mexican kid that just won. Very humble, yeah. like. Very, very bro, you home. know what town I came from, dude? I trained in a shell, a shelter with right. like an aluminum You're gate in a shack. Yeah, like they're so humbled to be where they're at. They're like train, train at the apex in Vegas. Like, what is all this machinery? Like, bro, they they're so humble. And then in Russia, they they have their own outside training, but they're just like they're out there wrestling bears. I, yeah, they're. I want to say they're happy to be there or whatever, but they're just like, we do this. This is what we do. If they're expecting. You're going to pay me to do this? Yeah, it's what the country expects. Right. So it's like. like it is what the country It's just totally different. Them. And that's like the thing that UFC has to go because it would be like, how do I give a total universal boxing salary cap to these people? And I, I don't know if. It's just too early to do that yet, just with the UFC. You know what I think? This only been down since the 90s. Boxing's been around since, you know, forever. So it's like they've had years and years, centuries. And management yeah. has always been a problem. And it's, it's just one of those things. But you still have to have a name. This right, right. Prop and this guy up. It's political. It's duck political. this guy again because they're trying to put their fighter over. 
That's yeah. their job as a manager. That's see, their job UFC, as a promoter. UFC does really good because UFC has just one division. And we one, typically right, get the fights class, that we need you know, to see. And you typically, typically. no matter what, less an injury, unless an injury. If you want a belt, you have to fight a name because yeah. um, like, that's one of my problems with boxing is there's so many belts that Paper you champs. Can, well, you could jump. You could jump. You could jump ranks. Right. You could jump ranks and be like, okay, oh, well, I'm going to jump three weight classes real quick and go fight this guy yeah. because huh, he's a righty. <laughs> I got him. <laughs> yeah, you know not I mean? fighting no Southpaw. Yeah, not today. You know, Southpaw, Southpaw. I not. might have three titles and I could be the universal, uh, you know, champ. But yeah. No, I'm going to jump up into uh, two weight classes yeah. higher, and I'm going to win those four instead of these four. Yeah. So it's 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 a different ball game. It's new, but not I understand and I can respect just, you uh, know, not knocking family. You don't knock family. You don't knock money. You don't knock your own your own self, selfless, you know, your own self. Uh, or if you do and you get your ankles broken, then you come back, you do it all again. You just run it. You talk, you talk crap. You still get millions of buys. Exactly. No matter what, he's going to draw. I, I yeah. agree there. Exactly. Even if he keeps losing, he's going to draw, but. Just, I don't like when you take it to that yeah. personal level. Talk trash about me, that's fine. Don't take it to the family. And 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 with one one thing about UFC, it's it's every weekend, man. Every other weekend, it's it's good. Like yeah. some people are like, oh man, these cards aren't the same what they used to be. That's crap, man. That's crap. Like it, the cards are good. There's half always time, a good fight. Half the time, the quote unquote bad cards are the are the better cards. Better cards. And uh, you know, there's always some fallouts. There's always some prolonged. There's always an added fight here there. It's it's good. I like UFC. I like where UFC's headed. Um, and like I said, Conor McGregor is always going to get you to talk about him. And uh, you know, oh, he's going to show up three piece suit. Quick note: blues on whites, and he's going to be great. Uh, Nick Diaz is coming back, fighting Robbie Lawler. Yeah, yes. yeah. They're talking about, yeah. There Anytime we go. Diaz brothers are fighting, it's always fun. Like yeah. those guys are just great. Yeah, to that's see. old Strike Force, old Strike Force, old UFC. Um, should be a nice stand up scrap, yeah. and no, uh, we'll see where it goes. The Diaz brothers fight; those guys are incredible. Uh, so let's move on to something that we mentioned last week. Last week we talked about this this new college paying thing, the NIL. Yeah, let's skip over the the Team USA Black Widow and two in the exhibition, which they just finally won tonight. And let's go on through the NIL. Josh, explain that to us, and let's run into that. So what this is basically, it's a way for college athletes to finally get paid. Correct. Something that should have been happening, in my opinion. A long time ago. Also correct. I've but what we cleared up, but what we cleared up is they're not actually getting paid through the school. The college does not pay it. It's the not college, so they're still loophole. basically it's all sponsorships. Sponsorships is basically you go to the school, you still full ride scholarship through the school or whatever kind of scholarship walk you're on, on walk whatnot. on, whatever. Does not matter. Um, college is not involved. College is not involved. The only way the college is involved is their colors and the actual brand of their clothing. Yes, you you can't have their likeness in whatever you're doing. So if you, you play can't for, have the school's likeness, but in that, years right, past we were able to. to have the players' likeness, <laughs> and the college would get the money. That's bizarre. So now you Josh, can't explain that to if me. If you're an LSU player, you can't do like a, a Chick Fil A commercial wearing your LSU jersey. Wow, that sounds extremely hypocritical. Of course, it's a double standard, but that's <laughs> NCAA is way too powerful. Oh no, that's a bad so, thing. That's wrong. It's always going to be that way. That's the, terrific. The rich get richer kind of situation. Oh, definitely. They're not going to allow you to use them the way they use you for so long. Right. Talk that's about a double crazy. standard egg on the face during this entire. I'm going to need a percentage, which exactly. is going to come down to. If I'm you want to use our likeness, oh, we want to get paid. 
Right. Well, we've used your likeness for <laughs> years and years and got plenty of money yeah. off you. So, of course, there's still loopholes. Of course, the rich still get rich. But there's some big, big money out there getting spent. And I've seen some players, even uh, Hurricane King, he's Let's go. a quarterback. Let's go. Derek King is, yeah. is really he's, – he's to me, he's doing one of the best things out of any of these players, what they're doing. He's actually creating a foundation that he's starting an agency – to where he's gonna start sponsoring some of these kids, uh, he is. It was him and I, I want to say it was an LSU. Yeah, the LSU quarterback. Yes, they're 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 starting and, their own little like agent program. Yeah, and they're they're actually charging like two thousand dollars to make appearances for their name and their Image skills. And court, yep. So and then an old Miss quarterback came out and was like, "I'm charging ten grand if you want me to go anywhere." And you know maybe someone will pay, maybe no one will pay. Creating a market, um, though. You know we were talking Miami. There's a place in Miami. They're giving each player on Miami five hundred dollars. That's the, the the ATT. Yeah, which is known for the big UFC thing and training all those big name fighters. They're doing basically sponsoring every student, the every student athlete, and giving them five hundred dollars a month. That right there is a huge recruiting tip. I mean, to me, big time. If I have a chance, say you're not that five-star recruit that everybody wants. Use that $500 and tell me you're a Miami uh, athlete and come train down here with our guys. Why not? Why not? So, really what it's becoming is a free enterprise for these players to not only promote themselves, but also make money off themselves and their agency without and their autographs. violating their any autographs, rules. Their autographs. And just like uh, Ter- Terrell Pryor, he came out and he was like, hey – I'm glad you give brought that up because I wanted to mention that yeah, to you guys. Give us, give us back our uh, – Because they our, erased the record books. They expunged the records. Yeah, erased our records because we got free tattoos and free this. And So where do you guys stand on that as Reggie Bush fans and, and believing that he should get his Heisman back? So so hold on. I, oh, oh, I, want oh, him, I want him to have his Heisman back. I believe he should have his Heisman back. But like you said, you can't the, – the rules were those rules back then. You can't change them now. But he I technically feel, gave – his Heisman back. No, they forced him. They forced him. They they forced him to do it. He gave it back. There was there was really no yeah, argument. Free will he gave. There it was back. no real argument. I mean, they they had tracking Continue. of his phone and money and it was all there. But uh, what he did on the field. I, though. I, I what he did on the field. You can't take it away from him. Just like all these players, you can't take it away from him. I believe if you're gonna put asterisk on anything, you can put asterisk. But you need to you need to put their name and. With the internet and everything, you know they're there, but still, they, they should be a part of that that alum. They should be a part of that history. They, that man deserves his Heisman, and he's he was one of the greatest college athletes, especially during my time. Well, see, and then again, then you get into the big old, oh, hey, you got uh, you got busted for marijuana, but it's like, all right, you're not going to serve any time, but like all the other guys that got busted for it, like years past when the law was the law, like they're going to stay in prison for like 10 more years? I mean, the law was the law then, like is it? I don't know. Is it this? Is it that? Is it okay? Is it not? Because things changed. It's, it's, that's just how it's murky. No, and that's how it's the murky. cookie crumbles, though. Same thing with the uh, fighters right now. You saw the. Some states are allowing marijuana. Some states aren't. Some right. allowing it for this, that. It don't matter. Go try that stuff in Houston right now, and you're not fighting. Go Can't try seen. that stuff in Vegas. You're is, not. Is it performance enhancing? Yeah, I mean, it wakes you yeah. up. It, it's proven. Are we to talking show about this your, right now? The Olympics increase of your mood, your, your alertness, the your focus. I mean, you're talking about LSU and your girl in your Olympics. Hard to say. You're smoking. Yeah, <laughs> you. You're not going to the Olympics. You're not racing. You're on a. You know what I mean? Like we we will halt that. Like 
there's just some rules, some regulations. Like it's just like some things you have to be held to a higher standard, and it is what it is. And at the end of the day, we can sit here and debate all we oh, want. Oh, for sure. And that's, all we want. And but that's what there's we do. there's actually a room. There's actually a government. There's actually state policy. All these politicians, everything. That's what they do. And some of it's crap. Some of it is crap. Oh yeah, Pete Rose in the Hall of Fame should be. I mean, so again, right? I mean, no, there's an argument. But it's the rules were what the rules were in the past, and but now they've changed. Did, Are we far enough removed? Does it still apply? Not to get down this rabbit hole, but the thing with the, the, my argument to the Pete Rose thing is what Pete Rose did as a coach has nothing to do with what he did as a player. Mm-hmm. He should be in the Hall of Fame for what he did as a player, not because he was betting on a game as a manager of a team. All right, so then my argument would be what Reggie Bush made with his riches has nothing to do with his play on the field. But he did it while he was a player, knowing he was breaking a rule. Right. You were wearing my jersey. Just like right now, you're wearing my jersey. So, like, I was telling him. Well, and they need to pay him the money that they made off of him in the NCAA games using his likeness. No, but all jokes aside. But they're not going to. All jokes aside, I was telling him, Mm. like, some of these, they had BYU come out and say, you can't use sponsorships from tobacco, alcohol, or any um, adult adult video or adult photography well, you know what i mean wearing your jersey then no you can't no you can't use it at all like no that's what they said no that's what they're saying that's there's what i'm a, saying that there's an honor code that they said yeah <laughs> <laughs> no there's an honor code if you're going to be a byu sure, sure, sure. if if you're going to be on our scholarship Part of the eligibility yeah if you're going to be on our scholarship you're not getting sponsorships through any alcohol any tobacco any adult film industry like you're not doing that not at our school you know what I mean? But like, what if I'm over here and I'm they're like go somewhere else then? Yeah. What if this school's like, hey, yeah, you want a Bud Light? <laughs> Georgia <laughs> you know Tech. I mean? You want a hey, 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 you want this adult industry comes over and says they're going to pay you two thousand dollars for just for hey, Bud whatever. Light Seltzer needs a sponsor. Whatever it may be, whatever it may be, you know what I mean? I don't know, but that sells. And at the end of the day, as a college, something that puts money in my pocket, I don't know, man. I'm I'm a force that I'm going that way. You know what I mean? And that's why me and Josh were talking at lunch today, and we we're just like, we hope they take oh, this y'all money. Call it lunch now. Yeah, we hope they take. Let's this. not disclose where it was. Yeah. <laughs> we we because we, uh, some colleges, you know, some sponsors might not like that. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> hey, so we hope they take this scholarship. They they take the the eligibility to make money while they go to school and actually benefit from going to school because they are still young. They are still, you know. They deserve that learning experience, and they don't need to leave it early. So I hope they make some money, whether it's the big millions of dollars. Sure. Hopefully it turns into less one-and-dones come for, Hopefully. for, for Hopefully. basketball. Well, and, and, and so I like the, – the more that we allow people, like let's just say that, people to be more in charge of their lives and their choices based on what they have done in their lifetime that brings to the table that others value, right? Like we're talking about like the free market here. If the NFL comes to me and I'm an 18 year old kid and they say, we're going to give you these riches. We're going to give you this contract, this position and all that. Why should I be denied that? Because a rule states that I go to college first, other than it just being, a rule unless there's other avenues in place now i'm not again i'm not saying that they're wrong hey they should go to college they should get an education first 
I would counter that with, if I'm getting paid $10 million in the NFL, then should my career come to an end? And should I feel the need to get a degree? I can now pay for it out of my own pocket. It actually doesn't have to come out of the college at all for me to go there first. So I can still fund my own education this way. Again, really all that's standing in between these players coming out of high school and the NFL is just a rule that's in place. And so if there's a way for these people to be more, to be given more choices with making money as opposed to working at college or going to think, college and working a side job. Do you job, think the NFL would be better with an 18-year-old in the NFL? If they feel like so, then who am I to deny them that? Not to say that's true, but again, like that's the NFL that's evaluating this talent saying that they are. The NFL That they is, are better off with this 18-year-old. I, I believe the NFL is probably like 95% of the reason why they have to go to college first. You think so? hundred percent. I do not want that eighteen year old in my NFL in my league. Well, then they're about to go to the XFL with the Rock, and they'll get paid over there. Probably not as much as if you go to the Miami. And again, now again, that's what I mean. It's and just if opening you go to up the more XFL, avenues, I think is a XFL, good thing. If you go to XFL, what's what's their uh, what's what's their medical look like? Because I'd rather go to a college that's going to have my back. Because that college is going to make sure you rehab, make sure you get fully healthy, whether you get to play or, or pay you get or hurt whatever. on and as soon as you be okay in well, the walk-on and you 18, get cut okay when you're 18 and you're not fully grown adult and you go out there and play with grown men and you go get annihilated and you sign that contract that's not guaranteed money because that's not how they do in the nfl <laughs> now you can't walk now you can't think straight now you, you're having you well, know whatever kind of problems you're having and you made what hundred thousand bucks but now you're covering have, those anyway who is? The NFL? The NFL? No. The NCAA? I mean, there's a lot of lawsuits going on right now anyway. Yeah, lawsuits that are... You know what that means? That means prolonged money. It means you ain't getting nothing right now. And also, with the, I know with the NFL at least, that's for veteran players, not for right. a guy that comes in for one year and doesn't get to play again. Well, you know, I go to the NCAA and I get cut within a week because I got my arm torn off. No, but you're, like, a scholarship. Oh, you're, no, you're on scholarship. scholarship. So you're already on the team. You're already part of the alum. You're already... You're on the sideline. Unless you're, you're not anymore. That's not how that works. Uh, it is how some of it works. But again, nothing is guaranteed. Um, all I'm saying is that free will and choices are a part of life. And I feel like the more that they're allowed to do that, and again, and that's why we see the NCAA saying, hey, look, like we're going to start allowing this to happen, but you can't do it with our T-shirts. You can't right. do it with our helmets because we're going to allow it now that we have to allow it because it's kind of legal now. When They've before had it wasn't. a certain amount of states allow it, so yeah. in order to make it's it fair across rule. the board, let's make it where everybody can. But there's exactly. always that caveat. We're going to so still want to get ours. Does but- it make it more or less likely that a player is going to go to a big-name college or a small-name college? Because, again, if you go to an Alabama if you go to a Clemson, that's a clear shot to the NFL. If you go to a Wyoming, if you go to a Wake Forest, a Vanderbilt, a Rutgers, but they're willing to pay you more or give you more advertisement, are you more likely to go there to get that free money? And again, now you know you're going to be on TV. So will you now also get brought into the NFL But like, I, based you know, off what you bring? So it's funny you say that because now you said Vanderbilt. I was telling Josh – at work today, Vanderbilt, they're they're known for engineering, NASA engineering. Jay Cutler. You uh 
What's, you know what I'm saying? Uh, what's, brought what, the intelligence level what, down. The, yeah, down what's my guy? And he brought up the gunslinger yeah. franchise quarterback <laughs> yeah. right on up, baby. Yeah. What's What's my guy's the name? The Bears. What's my guy's name? Uh, he was a Tennessee quarterback. He's actually Peyton back. Manning. No, he was a backup. I can't think of his name, but he was a backup. He's a backup on the Steelers right now. Uh, it's like fourth string. You but, don't even uh, know your own team. Yeah. This is what we're talking sad. about. It's sad. It's sad. But you talking about NASA engineering. You go to Vanderbilt. You're telling me NASA don't have money? NASA can't sponsor mm-hmm. me? Oh, I know they got some money. So, like, at the end of the day, like, you got to look at things like that. Wisconsin. Cheese, dairy, you know what I mean? I'm go up there. I'll go. go. I don't care who it is. You give me some dairy farm. I'm going to get on some commercials. Maybe I vault myself and, into the lottery. So, we might not know the who they are. The top five? We might not know who they are. If my production's there. The state will know who they are. Exactly. And who's to say I can't go on a commercial? The going to love a good market. Who's to say I can't go on a commercial and wear, uh, let's say, Chick-fil-A or that brand or, you know, whatever brand it is. It don't have to be my memorabilia. It's just going to be Ooh. some sponsorship memorabilia. But I'm going to be in pads. I'm going to be in a, oh, yeah. a jersey. I'm going to be in. It's yeah. going to have They're my name on it. They're going to still throw your name out yeah. there and say so, this is who it is. It's going to be on a black it's, and white jersey. People are going to Google you. Yeah. They're going to YouTube you. Your views are going to go up. And all of a sudden, it's like, hey, I know the Steelers are drafting fourth. But, hey, have you looked at this kid in a while? I've seen him on my TV a lot. That's also and something else draft they're referring to rises. to make more money is you just said social media. Uh-huh. So there's uh, these two young ladies that they're they're already kind of hyping up because they're talking about the money that they can make. They are. You can't tell me the Baker Mayfield name is bigger than the Baker Mayfield brand over the last five years. Right. That's the thing. So imagine a, a Johnny Manziel. Like th- there's a lot of those players that. Yeah, everyone knows who that is. Not at all from his production on the field, but from being in headlines. And so that's what I feel like. If you go to a a, a non, let's just say a non-elite, a non-typically comp- national championship competitive college, but you're able to get these sponsorships, I still feel like your draft stock in the NFL is still going to go up. And so that is going to allow these other smaller market teams, these other traditionally non-competitive teams to be able to compete with bringing in talent as opposed to players who feel like they just need to go to the Alabamas and the Clemson who can't offer that same. Because again, like Devin, as you said uh, very specifically, they have a brand that they have to protect. We cannot allow you to market these certain types of things to the public because we have to protect our college, our institution first. But look at it this way. So I'm I'm just starting a a business, and you know I have, let's say fifty grand on the side that I was just gonna, I don't know, probably give to the head coach. No, it was gonna go. It was gonna <laughs> go to what say you? Nobody knows what it was there, but I started my business. My business is thriving where I'm at. Nobody knows who I am, but everybody knows, like you said, who a Baker Mayfield or Johnny Manziel. Hey, you come eat John Doe's pizza. You put my name out there. This man's gonna go up front. Now I just my pizza just went worldwide. Exactly. You have that fifty thousand you know I mean? that you're referring to. That could be fifty thousand for advertising. Yeah. So instead of me spending fifty thousand advertising, I'll spend twenty five on advertising, and I'm gonna give twenty five to this kid that's this young star. Right. That is still advertising, but now I'm also gonna have the the face yeah, of capitalizing on it. Correct. And that's what's gonna happen. And right. so now these 
after this pandemic, a lot of these smaller people, if God bless them, if they didn't lose out and they can afford to do something like this, this is where they're, they're going to make money off this I and they're going to succeed off this. And, uh, and I feel you know, like they're going to bring in talent. They're going to be wearing shirts and skins. They're going to be wearing shirts and skins. <laughs> yeah, logo, buddy. So you know, a dollar a day. What I was talking Imani about. So. Bates is going to be sponsored by the Shirts and Skins podcast <laughs> before he even hits college basketball. You heard it here first. Send us your funds so that way we can make it happen. The, the two All girls. Aside, Josh, what do you got for us? It's, it's Haley and Hannah Cavender. Yes, sir. I yes, don't know sir. who they are. Uh-huh. The YouTube generation, the TikTok generation, they know. they know who these girls are because they're huge on YouTube. They're huge on TikTok. They're huge on Instagram. Fresno State. I've never Derek Carr. The great Derek Carr is the only hey. guy. Hey, Adams. But we're talking about who's like these girls are from there. They're gonna get money because of the the TikTok generation, because of the YouTube generation, the Instagram. They all know who these girls are. So some company's gonna pay to put them out there, or pay for a commercial on their YouTube channel. Pay for advertisement when they're on TikTok. They throw on a, a Chick Fil A shirt. Yep, they're gonna get paid for that. Capitalism, and you're gonna pay more Free for will. that. Free enterprise. Why not? You know that they're gonna pay, if they're getting a, a million views. I'm gonna pay you more because I want to be on your part of your million views. Yep. I want you to do a little quick infomercial for my little. I might get a million extra customers. Things like that. So now you got to factor in how big is some of these teams. Social media marketing. accounts. It's mm-hmm. crazy. You got to be Conor McGregor and promote yourself, man. You got to get out here and promote yourself. That's if you get out here and promote yourself, you can't be that quiet person no more. If you want to make some money, you got to be out here. You got to do these videos. You got to do these TikToks. These... And when you already have a fan base like we were talking about, Jake and Logan Paul, you got a million people watching so like, you already. That. Take those girls right there. With the type of YouTube, TikTok following that they may have, do they even need a college scholarship in order to pay for their own college scholarship? No. Possibly not. And so now they have all the choices in the world. They can just wait it out and then just enter in whatever field they want to do. Strictly off of that, that they could be easily making 600000 just from their YouTube. Right. $600,000 just off their YouTube Imagine what they can do once like this starts kicking in, so and more people want to kind of get in on them. Take an, take a high school football player. Take you have Friday Night Lights Smash Williams, and say he gets all these advertisements. And why not possibly set out for two years so that way he clears through the college football thing and then just enter the uh, NFL after that. Now he has all this giant following, and he might not have a college education. Who cares? He well, already believe, has all the money. He yeah, needs. but I believe part of that scholarship is you have to play, you have to participate. I'm not going to give you a scholarship. No, to sit you, on my he, bench. he won't need a scholarship. Well, is what he... I mean is he'll graduate high school, have all of his YouTube money, and just do advertisements for the next three years. I'm not going to want join you. the NFL. I'm not going to want you to join the NFL if you're not doing nothing. I mean, he could definitely still taking, be training and building up off. a fan base. Taking two years off, I'm, I'm, I kind of see where Devin's going. Taking two years off it makes me throw. I don't know if I'm going to take you first overall now. Depends but, on the following. He has, say, he has 1.2 million followers. Say he has 2.5. Going from followers. high school to college is two totally different, two totally different like levels. Two. So what's what I want to see 
the the up and coming high school kid that you're kind of referring to. Sure. We have Arch Manning. Uh huh. He's still a, a sophomore, I believe, maybe a junior. What is it when All-timer. he when he gets to that college level? For one, he's got r- ridiculous. Every college in the in the country wants him. As right. He's going to already. Tennessee, Ole Miss. He's yeah. Yeah. Every, already given there. Yeah. Everybody's going to give him offers. Like right. every college has already said we're interested. Of course. Yeah. He's a Manning, and he looks incredible already. Now, this now this part is this kid's going to be making that kind of. Ridiculous money before he even gets to the NFL. Not that he needs it; his family's loaded, yeah. obviously. Does that play that factor in, like you're referring to? Like now, okay, I can make millions of dollars and not have to worry playing college. But the question is, does that hurt your draft stock? Will you still get drafted first overall? Does it hurt it? That's if the question. you're that marketable, okay. Does, does he need to play? Like if, if he's that marketable, like say the Miami Dolphins. Give him a shout. Like, hey, we will draft you top six. I wonder how that works. Top seven. Can you get sponsored by an NFL team? Because Tim Tebow question. has been out of the league for how long? And he just got picked up. And he's the number one selling jersey twice over in the NFL right now. And we don't even know if he can actually play in the regular season. We don't even know if he's going to make the team. Exactly. But it's like sign the guy for however much. Like, fine. That's great. Let's see what he can do in training camp. If he can't play, fine. Whatever. Yeah. What's but wrong with that? The difference you would have to... If you're talking about drafting a kid, you're going to have to give him that guaranteed first-round money. Whereas and Debo... You, you guys don't think a GM of a bad team would do that? I don't think you would take the chance of having somebody that's not played in two years and draft them top five, top ten, because... It's not like he wasn't playing... Professional sports. Now, like you say, if they want to go, I don't out, know if I'm overstating or if y'all are overstating the naivety of some of these GMs. It could be me. It I could, could be more. me. I could be in the wrong here, but I really see some really bad GMs reaching and just being like, "Hey, you know what? This guy was a five star recruit in high school. He's got three million followers on YouTube. He'll bring them all to our team. We can make a bunch of money. If it doesn't work, screw it." I mean, you know, we're only out the next five years of our franchise. But the upside, <laughs> hey, 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 whoa. The upside is he's Peyton Manning's nephew. And who knows? So I guess the big thing with it would know. be. Again, maybe maybe it's just maybe saying they can do that loophole. I, naivety wonder, of me. I wonder what the question would be is if you go through and you're TikTok, YouTube famous already, you go to school, maybe you don't go to school, you get some sponsorships here or there. Do you even want to play sports anymore? Right. I mean, if you if you love the game. Again, because okay, so then let's take let's jump to basketball. Not the same sport. But they're going to be going through their own version of this. Yes. As well. LeBron James was the chosen one at 15 years old. He was a sophomore in high school. He's on Sports Illustrated. The chosen one, the 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 king, King James. Who's to say he's still not the number 1 draft pick as a junior out of high school? He was. He already was as a senior, uh, and didn't have to go to college at all. The, so who's to say he wouldn't have been drafted top ten two years earlier as the chosen king from Akron, Ohio? So you have a a, a different situation again. Another sport. We'll go with Bryce Harper. Uh huh. Bryce Harper dropped out of high school at sixteen, got his GED, went to college. Uh huh. At sixteen, played baseball, got drafted at eighteen. Sure. Like so he, he could worked, play. He worked the loopholes. 
same situation. Like, would you take that guy with today's like you're gonna you're gonna have these situations? That's gonna be where it is. That's just what I think. But I, with those sports compared to NFL, I think your body needs to develop so much more with NFL because it certainly does. It certainly does. But I just think that there's if there's already a precedent set, I think we're just waiting on one bad GM to do it. Basically, I want to reach ties to this player before you do. But it's like in the NFL. <laughs> if I'm the agent, I'm selling all of this. Yeah, oh, of to course. all these teams yeah, out there. Yes. And I think someone's going to buy it. If not, the, many teams are going to buy it. But in the NFL, the way I see it is. It's, it's a grown man's league. It's a grown man's league. It but truly is. Don't get me wrong. Are you going to waste waste a roster spot? Definitely. But how it's many? Risk versus reward. How That's many? the thing. How? No, how many though? You know what I mean? Not not very many. Just same thing with basketball. LeBron James, one in a hundred million. You know what I mean? Like that whatever. Let that man get paid. And and uh, it worked out great. You know what I mean? He's still playing and he's still making money. He's one of the wealthiest men on the planet. You know, like let him ride it. But at the end of the day, you're gonna have them one offs. Uh all I can say is when you're young. And you listen to this, don't 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 get greedy, man. Don't let that money fool you. Go get your education. Let man. your body develop. If you're gonna get listen, your education for sure. If you want to listen to anybody, different sport. You want to listen Absolutely. to anybody and you a respectable. I just think player, if you open the floodgates, then a respectable player, Larry Fitzgerald. Oh, that yeah. man went back to school, finished his degree, um, and he said he wouldn't do it any other way. And he was one of the greatest players, mm-hmm. and. He's still playing to this day, and he has some of the best hands, and he's very intelligent, very intelligent. If you get the NFL contract, you can always go back. Don't don't procrastinate it. Don't Don't procrastinate it. For me, it's it's don't bank on the fact that you're going to make it. Oh, for sure. No, never do that. Never, never, never do that. Don't have the opportunity. That first contract could be your last contract. Maybe we're taking. And that could be 15 mil. Could be a mil. And you know what? Andy. What are you going to do with your first mil? Not everyone saves 900,000 oh, sure. of it. You know what I mean? So it's it's just one of those things. Well, that extra um, 50,000 that you have left out of the 100, it's a scholarship. That's four years. You still got 50 in the bank. You know what I'm saying? Well, let's be honest. Most of these athletes aren't intelligent enough to really uh, be going in there and getting an education anyways. The reason why they're there is because they're good at sports. Oh, come on. There's only like 10 every like five years that have an issue the vast majority are actually really intelligent or at least stay out of the the public headlines it's just the one every like other year or the three every year i know that math doesn't make sense but like a few more are coming to my head as i'm saying these statements but again it's what is it a 53 man roster and 32 teams and we remember like it's two not, but it's to three every year. That's the biggest thing. That's not a lot of players when you factor in how many colleges there are and how many players are playing on those colleges, how many of them make it to the NFL. Don't bank on that. That's the No, don't bank, don't ever bank on making it to the NFL. Don't ever do that. But capitalize on the opportunities that you have because, again, like we said, they may be the only ones that you have. Yeah, take Period. advantage of it. Period. Anyways, basically what we're saying is this is a giant conversation it's going to be game-changing, and this is just the beginning. <laughs> Which is why it's making headlines every single day and why more information that comes in, there's more arguments coming in. There's more sides. There's there's more angles to come at it, especially from a player, from an agent, from a team, from a college team, the NFL teams, from a um, 
from a developmental league, from the XFL, that we have still yet to see how they're going to coincide probably as a development program between the two. Right. You know, and uh, especially, again, we're we're really starting to get into the, the YouTube TikTok generation or getting into their ability to play out of high school into college into the pros. And so it's an ongoing conversation. It's a gargantuan conversation to have. Let us know your thoughts on the Shirts and Skins Facebook page. Let us know what you're thinking because it is a hot topic button to push. And you've heard it from all three ways over here from uh, from your hosts, Tori, Devin, and Josh. And so, gentlemen, before we leave, is there anything else that you want to touch on after this Tuesday podcast? Hopefully USA turns it around because uh, they <laughs> won today. USA. They won today. They won today against Argentina. But uh, it was a rough start. I know they're waiting on a couple of their players. Middleton, Holiday, and Booker. To well, come yeah, back. you know, some want to win the NBA Finals, and you know, you know the other I mean? ones they're are doing, already playing. They're, they're doing the... their thing. They're doing their thing <laughs> right now. You know, can't blame them. But they got to represent USA for us. And uh, shout out to the Olympics for adding five new sports. Uh, they added softball, karate, skateboarding, surfing, and um, I believe one more sport they added to the Olympics this year. So we'll see how that goes with the Olympics. And as always, go USA. Go USA. Go USA. Let's put it together. Hey, go any Greg Popovich team basketball. <laughs> Let's go. There's no excuses. We got to win this one. It's coached by one of the greats of all time, arguably the greatest coach of all time, at me, Phil Jackson. Thank you for listening to Shirts and Skins Podcast.